Good morning, Mrs. Strawberry, and good morning, Mrs. Game. I am your host, Shane Adam Zach, and my guest this episode is star of the stage, Sinjin Coucher, and we're going to try and make the world a better place, one word at a time. Our word this week is game. This podcast goes for 25 minutes, but first it is time for three-point check and some home truth. Sinjin, my first guest to do this podcast with me in the same room for a very long time. Welcome. How is your head, your heart, and your tummy? Um, hi. Hi, Shane. Thanks for having me on the podcast. Um, how is my head, my heart, and my tummy? It's a very good question. I mean, the, the world is in upheaval at the moment. There's all yep. sorts of things going on. Obviously, our East Coast brethren are in lockdown, but we have the luxury of wandering around. Um, so I guess my head is a little torn. It's a little divided, like the country seems to be. Um, part, partly, you know... Filled with sunshine and warm weather, a la Perth, and then also a little bit sad and stuck in routine and in lockdown, like it was in Melbourne. Bi- it was bizarre that we actually like went to a party last night. Yes, like a small party, yeah. but still, it was weird to be at like a party with yeah. people and being social and drinking and having a good time. But it, I guess what I was telling is that the world had changed. Is that is that um, some people obviously had to zoom into the party because they couldn't come over here for it. So yeah. we still had that ever-present element of, like, that sort of division. And I, and I felt the same thing at the party, because, you know, we're doing a lot of, like, some people are hugging and some people are bumping elbows, and it's like, it's like, this is the new world. And no, one, and no one was bumping uglies. No. Well, not that we know of. No, I mean, not that we know of. But the person whose party it was was maybe hoping to, but we surprised him. Yeah, we probably ruined his night <laughs> with a surprise party. <laughs> Boo! <laughs> so, sorry, social times. <laughs> um, so that's how my head is feeling. It's feeling a bit divided. My heart, uh, my heart's been really heavy recently. Um, uh, yeah, because of just because of life. Mm. It's just felt real heavy. Um, but it's, that seems like the pretty common response at the moment, yeah. where it's either like just a little bit heavy or, or quite confused and yeah. conflicted. Yeah, yeah. So my heart is heavy. Um, I'm sad about the state of the world. Um, and my tummy is... My tummy's pretty good. Um, I've been doing lots of things to keep it happy. Yeah. It's probably larger than it should be, but um, it's doing pretty good. Have you been treating it well during uh, isolation, quarantine... Times, yeah. I mean, I've been wildly, um, wildly oscillating between uh, like eating really well and eating delicious food that we're making at home, yeah, or eating like dirty truck stop, like trash, yeah, um, or even like really good food, but like that is packed with sugar or whatever, you know. So I'm, I'm kind of like either going, yeah, 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 good, healthy, and then other, the other part of me is like. Ah, I'm gonna start the day with a giant pancake with creme fraiche. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't care. There's that. There's a part of your brain, like when you are used to eating relatively healthy, or if you're trying to make an effort to eat healthy, that you're like every now and then you're like, oh, I get to have this, you know, burger or you know, you cheat, fast food, you cheat, whatever man. it is, like yeah. as a little treat. But these times are a little bit weird. Where you're like, mm, I deserve a treat again. <laughs> I deserve two treats today. Life's real hard. It's I tough. should have a treat for every meal. I get many, many treats now. Yeah. yeah. And then your body goes, oh, I'm gonna die now. Yeah. Whoopsies. Yeah. Uh, so hopefully that doesn't happen. Great. Um, but yeah. So my tummy is good. Well, you're looking amazing. Thanks. And you're wearing some very like cool, like acid wash esque '80s kind of jeans. I bought them. I bought them at an op shop last night. Uh, for, a, for for the, for the surprise party because oh. um, it was 80s themed uh, I got these acid wash jeans they're much too large for me and I've just noticed a stain on one of the legs that I didn't notice before 
Could be blood. It uh, could be. It could be anything. It could be anything. Um, it was from an op shop. Great. So let's hope just chocolate sauce. Just chocolate sauce is the best case scenario. Yeah. Um, as part of being my guest, you get to ask me a truth question. Yes. Can be anything you want, serious or silly, and I'll give you as honest an answer as I possibly can. The floor is yours. Um, I get. I mean, I'm going to turn it back around on you. Uh, and I mean, has anyone asked you recently how how your head, heart, and tummy are? Um, no. Not really. Thanks for asking. How are you, how are you, how's your head, heart, and tummy? Uh, my trifecta is my head is better than it was. You know, it's definitely been on a bit of a roller coaster, as I'm sure everybody has mm-hmm. been. Uh, but in the moment, I'm in a pretty good place. I found some new hobbies, which I'm diving headfirst into and really enjoying. Tis the season of hobbies. Yeah, everyone's finding new things to keep themselves occupied. Hopefully, if not, I highly recommend it. So brain-wise, like, I'm pretty good. I'm starting to kind of level out. Mm-hmm. I'm still upset that basically we have no industry because we both work in theatre at the moment. There's not yeah. a lot going on. And yeah. it's, it's very easy to feel not valued in Australia right now if you are in the arts. Yeah, But totally. I'm working through that. Um, my heart is sort of, I would say, a little bit stagnant. Not much going on heart-wise. And even if there was, there's not a lot I can do about it really right now because, mm. you know, the world is what it is. You're in a glass case for both. <laughs> exactly, yeah. So, yeah, it's a little bit little bit fluxy. And my tummy's uh, in the... Like, I haven't had lunch yet, so I'm a little bit, <laughs> a bit hungry. But, you know, worse things have happened. Great. I, I have food in the house. Oh, great. So I'm That's doing, a start. Yeah, I'm doing a big cook-up tonight, which I'm excited about. Nice. So, yeah. Pretty cool. good. Thanks for asking. That's okay. Uh, you picked the word game, which yeah. is uh, one which is great. I associate you with game quite a lot in that you and I, we play theatre sports together quite a lot. That's true. We do improv. Yeah. Uh, we've, we've toured together many times, which involves many stupid games. It does. Sometimes board games, some stupid made-up games. Some, a lot of dice games. Um, you're a big gamer. Is that sort of what led you towards picking that word? Yeah, I think so. I think also I'm looking for the joy uh, in life at the moment or trying to find moments of joy elements of joy and I think games have been super useful for that Um, it was interesting when when I mean it's it's hard to have any conversation these days without talking about the pandemic right like that's the big look it is it is it's whether we like it or not a big part of our lives omnipresent it's everywhere right and so uh, one thing I noticed when when it first started when we were in lockdown here in, in Western Australia um my my wife felt really all right humble brag I know uh, felt a little disconnected from um, from the rest of the world as we all did we were sort of hunkered down and mm. went into our isolation um, but I had games and I have video games and as a result I kind of had a community of people that I could socialize with and so while she felt a bit isolated or just you know it was just me her and the dog basically. Um, I was uh, every second night or every night was was a logging on and talking shit with friends and <laughs> ripping the absolute piss out of each other, but also, you know, exploring crazy fantastical fantasy worlds and playing dumb games. Yeah, you're you're definitely much more of a gamer than me. The most I've delved into like the sort of world of online gaming is occasionally I'll play uh, Tetris or Mario Kart with strangers online, but I've never really jumped into the sort of the more serious, you know, wearing a headset, razzing on each other pretty hard kind of kind yeah. of world. Yeah, it's I mean it's interesting because I mostly do it with people I know in the meat space. Yeah. I'm doing little 
inverted commas inverted there. Commas yeah. there. Uh, in the meat space. Um, so I already have an existing relationship with a lot of them. Explain, explain the meat space. Meat, meat space is like, you know, where we are with our bodies, our physical bodies. Right. Like regular life. Sure. Um, not the digital matrix. Not <laughs> Tron. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, so I know, most of those, I know most of those people outside of video games. And so we have an existing relationship. But there is definitely, I've had interactions with people who I uh, have only known through video games, and they've been real. They've been real pleasant. They've been really pleasant interactions. Have you had the experience of like versing like an eleven-year-old child who is speaking horrific to you? Yes, hmm. um, I have been shit-talked by many a twelve-year-old in Fortnite. Yep, um, I stopped playing Fortnite. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he got bullied away I got bullied kids. by 12 year olds there's a lesson to be learned here um, I'm not sure what it is yeah yeah. there's a few games that I've just gone like the, the gaming sphere is toxic a lot of the online stuff is real toxic mm. and there's a lot of toxic people in those communities but there's also like veins of gold I think there's there's really beautiful people as well who are willing to help and and just um, support you and, and they're all there for a good time um, but there's some people who for them a good time is being absolutely awful yeah and so there are some games that I've just gone ah you know what I don't it's not the the joy I get from playing it is undermined by people you know, yelling at you or abusing you yeah. or calling you a noob all the time. Or... <laughs> I mean, we see that, like, even when we have, like, board game nights, which we haven't had for a while, yeah. um, where there's there's certain people that will take the game very seriously, yeah. like, maybe too seriously. People I mean, will... I'm one of those people, I admit, I sometimes... Depends who I'm playing That's with. That's why you won't play Risk with me. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> I, don't put, I don't play Risk anymore. Uh, the, the reason being is that um, I had a friendship end over Risk. Ooh. Yeah. It wasn't, it, was, it wasn't us, was it? No. Well, this is how I wanted to break it to you. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> by your own podcast. Brutal. I'm going to have to edit this later. <laughs> Sorry. Listen to it again. Edit out the crying. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, it was, uh, it was years ago when I was a younger man, and um, I had a very good friend uh, who... And we're friends again now, but at the time, I think we just probably spent too much time together, mm-hmm. you know, and we were both unemployed and we spent every day hanging out in Frio on the coffee strip, just smashing like coffees. So we're probably quite highly strung and anxious because we were drink, yeah, drinking coffees all day. Uh, and we'd just take the piss out of each other in that sort of like classic, uh, laconic Australian way. And um, I, guess, I guess it got under his skin a bit eventually. And so the, the, we, we had this game of risk one night, me and... Uh, him and two other guys and uh, me and one of the other guys ganged up on him um, like surprised him with this like turn three gang up yeah and he was like nope fuck this no I'm not no I'm done I'm done I'm I'm done and then the next day I had an email from him wow more or less going hi uh, I feel like uh, we've reached an end this. Oh my god! So essentially, going, you know, thank you. Don't call us. We'll call you. We're, wow. we're letting you go as a friend. Um, That's pretty intense. Yeah, but, but things are good now. Things yeah, are better. Well, yeah, we um we see each other occasionally, and uh, yeah, we're all good. But uh, it, was a, it was certainly a time. We were. I mean, we we're both young, and I think. I was a lot. I was a lot angrier at the world. Yeah. Um, I mean, you, so. you definitely can experience that when you spend a lot of time with someone. It doesn't matter how well you get along. I mean, I'm sure you've experienced this, like going on tour with someone, like for 
months at a time. Weeks like at a like time. who? Like, <laughs> like, like me, maybe. Maybe someone else. I don't know. You've been on lots of tours. We both have. It's true. But I know I've certainly experienced it, um, even like with people that I'm very close with and, and are close with now. But you spend every day in each other's pockets. You spend all day together. You work together at night time. Often you're staying in the same place. And it's, yeah, it's very easy to start... It's, little things turn into big things very quickly. You're like, why do they always do that with their teeth? Like, do they suck their teeth? Why, why do you are they chew sucking like that? Their... Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and yes, it's very easy to blow things up and just be like, I don't want to see you for a long time. And I've toured with people that when we got back, I was just like, we need a break. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's important to do that even when you are on the road with someone, just to have days where you're like, today we, we don't have to do anything, you go do your thing, I'm going to go do my thing, and I'll see you tomorrow. I think those are the best people to to find yourself on a tour with those people yeah. who've, who have either experienced it or who are savvy enough with their emotional intelligence to go, oh yeah, we're feeling like there's a maybe a bit of friction forming or whatever, yeah. like let's just find space and, and go off and do our own thing. Yeah, absolutely. I did a, a tour with just two people and it was a, it was a 10 week tour, which is you know, it's a long Huge, time to be yeah. with just two other people almost every day often in a van occasionally on a plane mm. mostly just driving in a van across Australia and which are, which are long drives long drives yeah um, but surprisingly we managed to get along incredibly well all the way through it and still do to this day and I think it was because we were able to know that on the days off that we had we were all just going to go do our own thing and maybe meet up for dinner and yep. have that space apart yep. uh, so that you at least have time to miss each other a little bit maybe exactly mm. yeah um, and, and uh, I guess with with the pandemic, uh, obviously you, you live here on your own, but uh, yeah. I live I live with someone, and it's your wife. You can it's say my it. wife. My wife. Humble brag. Hi, hi. We've hi. all got stuff going on, all right? Hi, Libby. Uh, shout out to Libby. <laughs> um, uh, we, we're spending every day together, you know, mm. pretty much, and we're in this lockdown, and obviously it's eased now. But in the in the depths of it, I think that was the solace as well that I sought in in being like, all right, this evening. I'm doing my own thing, which mm-hmm. means I'm going down my end of the house, yeah, and I'm going to play games, and I'm going to be in my own world, and you'll be doing your own thing. Usually, Plank settles a Catan on a tablet, um, so you know, each finding solace in games. I think it's that weird thing as well of having that sort of freedom taken away from us. Like I, I live here by myself, like I said, and I'm always, I've always been kind of a bit of a homebody. I like you know my time here, yeah. but suddenly not having that option to go out if I wanted to or meet up with friends if I wanted to yeah. despite the fact that I might not have wanted to is still very restricting yeah. you're like well this is what I'm doing today I'm <laughs> just home again yeah. with my things <laughs> um, but you know we did find ways around it I think I've mentioned on this podcast you and I we started an online music show oh, yeah, which we, we, did, did, yeah. we did for 10 weeks which is, which is huge which seems like so long ago now um, yeah it does actually how long we're, yeah, we're a once while. a week we were putting together basically like a, a half hour show with friends from around the world playing live music and uh, yeah, it was a lot of work but it was a lot of fun, a really good way to keep occupied and we've sort of uh, taken a break from it now because it got got stressful. Well, I think I think I I think I cruised through it in a way um, because obviously you were doing the heavy lifting of editing and also wrangling guests. So I was a um, I was a figurehead in name mostly yeah um, but I mean like you still I mean like you still had that not pressure but you were still sort of yeah you know ro- uh, re- recording you know two two yeah, three yeah, songs yeah. a week which yeah. is still like a, a pretty decent commitment for anybody yeah 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 um no it was really good I had a great time with that I think that was also super useful for giving the day structure and 
Yeah, and we've definitely both sort of decked out our houses with some cool recording equipment now. Mm. We learnt a lot. Yeah, I keep I keep getting ads in all of my social medias for various like podcasting stuff, mm. and I'm a real sucker for like spontaneous spur of the moment purchasing, yeah. which is real dangerous. It's, it's real dangerous, yeah. <laughs> and you're like, I have this computer here, and in within a week that could be mine. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I keep getting all sorts of podcasting and recording stuff popping up and I'm like maybe I could just I mean I could just take all that stuff out and then I could put it like a green screen up yeah I could be a streamer you know you could I could see you doing it yeah look get, I'd, I'd, I'd get watch bullied, you get pwned by children I'd get bullied off twitch by 12 year olds <laughs> and I'd be like why am I doing this have you thought of doing a tiktok you should do a tiktok I don't know if tiktok's got a future aren't they banning it I think Trump, Trump. Trump's trying to stop it because I think everyone keeps rising him and he's a big baby. It's true. Mm. Yeah. Oh, no, because it's the TikTok people who unified to um, buy out all the tickets yeah. to his that rally. big rally. Yeah. That's <laughs> glorious. And just psyched him. Yeah. That's great. I'm, I was proud of those kids. I've never been more proud of those millennials or whatever they are. The young ones. Are you? You're a millennial, though, aren't you? I'm. I'm you're like you're like early millennial. I'm. I'm like on. I'm in that weird little four-year gap that. Your wife Libby is also in. That's called something else. It's you're like not a, a Gen X, but you're not. It's a, like a Zanelli or something weird. It's like a not quite a millennial, but if you wanted to be, you could be. Yeah, right. And I do not. You do not want to be a millennial. Yeah. I think it's. I think there's like a gap. It's between like I think it's like seventy nine to eighty four. It's okay. called something else. Yeah, right. Anyway, I'm sure someone will let us know in the comments below. <laughs> the comments below the yeah. podcast. Yeah, they'll figure it out. These kids these days are very savvy. Great. With the internet. Um, we're quite lucky here in Western Australia in that the restrictions are easing a little bit and our, like our improv troupe, mm. the big hoo-ha has started to be allowed to do somewhat restricted shows once again, which it's is exciting. True. So once a week we're getting up and doing some theatre sports-esque... Playing some games pub, in, front, in front of people. Yeah, which has been an experience. Have you, have you done a show yet? I haven't done a show at... The Rosemount, which is where we've been, which doing is where we're doing the shows at the moment. Yeah. Um, I haven't, I haven't done any shows there, um, although I've rehearsed in the venue and it looks great. And it's nice just being in the same room with all these people who are, who are happy to get up and play games and fool around and just the, be. That first numbers. rehearsal back, you could really feel the energy where everyone was really, really excited to be there, mm. and it was like the biggest turnout we've had for rehearsal in a long time because I think people were just itching just to do anything yeah. other than be with their families. <laughs> please, please let me out. Um, uh, the reason I bring it up is because in in that show we have this saying which is find the game. Yeah. Where basically we'll be doing a scene and within the scene it's always fun to try find a game whether that be a handle of trying to make the people in your scene talk in rhyming couplets or act in a strange way or change their status or make them do something stupid for your own amusement that will delight them and delight the audience. Yeah. Um, and I think that's something we could really use a lot more of in real life at the moment, which is trying to, trying to find the game. Yeah, totally. And find that joy and tap back into that. And I think that's kind of what I love about improv is that, is it is about getting back into that mindset of a child in a way of like just playing, playing games and making stuff up on the fly. I don't know if you've watched any of Bluey. Have you watched Bluey? I fucking love Bluey. Bluey's fantastic. And it's, what I... uh, it's an Australian uh, children's show for anyone that hasn't seen. I think it's on, uh, I think it's on Disney Plus. Yeah, I think Disney got it. Yeah. If you're not in Australia. Um, it's and really beautiful. It's about and a so family funny. of blue healers. Yeah. Um, and so there's a mum and a dad and and two kids mm-hmm. um, and 
watching there's various other characters in the in the series and watching the kids sort of just talk to each other and play these games out of nowhere and just go all right yeah great okay you're that all right okay i'm gonna be a helicopter pilot okay great well then you need to jump in and and just like do that off off the cuff just Mm -hmm. off the you know on the fly i'm like we could do that so much easier in life you like life would be better if everyone was just like yeah okay cool yeah great you're doing that great i'll join in and i'll do this as well such a sense of like just joy and innocence and just willing to just go with it Mm. I always remember um, there's a scene we did, and and normally improv is like, you know, you throw it away, mm-hmm. um, but there's a scene we did where you were playing a velociraptor <laughs> coming in for a business interview. Of course. And you were just this, so you, you 100% committed to being this dinosaur, and I was the, I guess, the straight man for your clown in that scene. Mm. And it was just such a joy watching you... <laughs> Clearly, internally, I could see the the joy in your eyes of being this dinosaur, just being like, just like who who else in their you know probably mid mid to late thirties, guess you're like, what did you do at work today? Oh, I was a I was a velociraptor going for a job interview. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's not a lot of context where that makes sense. Exactly, and we get to do that, and I think it's super fun, um, and it's just such a release to be able to do that as well. Yeah, as opposed to people who are you know, I don't know, living for the weekend and then getting absolutely blackout drunk on a Saturday night. Yeah, which is... It's a culture I've never really understood. And, like, even, like, quite a few members of my family are like that, where they sort of work in sort of, like, manual labour jobs. And I'm not ragging on that at all. It's just... Obviously, it's just not really the way that my life has gone. Mm. Where, you know, they work 9 to 5, Monday to Friday. They come home completely exhausted and then spend the weekend just getting real drunk. Yeah. And then they're wiped out for the Sunday, usually, because they're hungover as shit. Yeah. And then, uh... Do it all again. Just do it all again. And get, you know, two weeks off mid-year and two weeks off for Christmas. Yeah. But, on the flip side of that, mm, so much job security. Oh. Mm, Money. Regular money. Probably own a house. Probably own a house. In fact, yes. Yeah. Pretty much everyone in my family does. (laughs) uh, Which is great. Um, So, we are talking about game. We talked a little bit about video games. We talked about finding the game. Uh, We talked about uh, just the innocence of, of play. How do you think we can use all of this to try and make the world a better place, especially the world as it is right now? Look, I'm not going to say some sort of virtual reality world that we all jack into, a la The Matrix. Mm -hmm. Um, Or to a lesser degree, The Lawnmower Man. (laughs) Yeah, um, or Ready Player One. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, all of those sort of dystopias uh, so maybe not ideal but you know being able to find the game and the joy of, yeah. of life the joie de vivre like just playing around with people and not being so serious and yeah I guess I guess trying to tap into that childhood innocence as, as twee as that sounds and I think something that's really important uh, when the world does get dark is to I mean, accept the world as it is and do what you can to change it. Also, be ready to find that escape mm. uh, from it in whatever that is, whether that be just a TV series that you love or that if, yeah. it's, if it's writing or listening to music or it is improv or it's painting, whatever that outlet is. This thing comes up time and time again on this podcast at the moment especially, is that finding that outlet to find joy, find the light. It's, you know? t- it's, taking, it's taking the pressure off in a way because... I know, particularly as as artists and as theatre makers, there's always this constant pressure to be like, all right, you got to be hustling, yeah. you got to be trying to find the next job, and if you are not trying to find the next job, then making your own work, yeah. then like dr- the drive to do that, and kind of one of the reliefs of um, 
of being stuck inside early on in the pandemic was it's like you got nowhere to be you don't have to do anything you can just find something to give you joy be yeah. that a video game or as you say a tv series or a hobby or whatever and a, and a lot of those things can be something that can bring joy to other people as well totally um share it around music painting art whatever a lot of people are doing some really cool and fucking weird stuff online mm. which i love but yeah uh look we are almost out of time uh would you like to let people know uh, where they can find you online if you want them to be able to find you uh online yeah um, you can find me on Instagram at wayward underscore cine. Um, you can also find me lurking on Twitter somewhere. Um, although I don't really post anything, I just hang out and read your funny posts, Shane. Uh, Sinjin's Twitch and TikTok accounts. <laughs> Pending. Com- coming Pending. soon. Coming yeah. soon. <laughs> um, Sinjin, thanks so much for being here. We've got 10 seconds left. Is there anything you'd like to say to the people other than find the game? Um, uh... But, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Good Morning, Mrs. Strawberry. If you'd like to help this podcast grow, you can do all those amazing things like subscribe, write a review, rate it, and of course, share it around the world. You can find the podcast at anchor.fm, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and all good podcast apps. I'd like to say a massive thank you to Cosmo Bones for the brand new logo, and encourage you, dear listener, to get in contact if you would like to be part of the show and help make the world better, one word at a time.